Welcome to episode 183 of the Often Beat Podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Uh, recording this on March 5th at 1.42 a.m. Eastern, not Pacific. Um, don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell on all apps, but most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, typically I actually have some uh, change it up on you guys. You don't have to wait seven minutes for me to tell you to suck some titties because typically foreplay would uh been long gone by then. Um, Yeah, ah, you know, let's skip the small talk. Like uh, Drake said, this uh, long dock. This long docking. I was about to say long docking. Uh, yeah, this long docking in my boat. Aim for the quick skis on the jet skis. Um, but yeah, this uh, long. This uh, shit. I forgot what the, what the fuck was I talking about. Ah, uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah, your boy's in a pickle. Um, I don't know how else to put it. Since this is based on my open journal about things. Even though I don't like talking about my journal. Ooh, journal. <laughs> but yeah, um, when I really break down what this podcast is, it's actually just me having an open diary. But of course, as men, we say journal because diary, you know. This ain't a diary of Jane, but um, something's getting in the way. And uh, oh, damn, it's her aura and magnetic loving feeling. Um, but yeah, it's... uh. Whew. Okay. Your boy is a... Uh, I don't know how else to put it. I'm officially Thor. And I've been... Conver- now, it's not just the inner circle. The people I come across, that I actually talk to and stuff that say, Hey, hey Thor. Now it's actually like random strangers that I've never made eye contact with to look at. Lily on the way out of my occupation that I call my job. This, you know, not older lady, middle-aged lady. She's like, I see you, Thor. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm literally just like a character to people. Like, when people see me, they don't see Clint. They don't see me for who I am. They don't see what I have to offer, you know. They don't see right through me. How do you do that shit? Um, yeah, work out six days a week and uh, spend way too much time on something that's never going to pay you. But hey, you get a couple eyes, including the female gaze. And it's kind of ironic, it's called the female gaze, but you don't participate in the gaze activity. Um, <laughs> I'm such a fucking fool. Even though I have a booty like a girl now. A big booty. Big old booty. Uh, but yeah. Um, (laughs) but now when people will see me, I am just a thing to them. I just remind them of something. And you know, that that's a decent position to be in. That's a nice feeling like, hey, you know what? If you're going to be compared to something, be compared to the fucking God or a God. But speaking of a God, someone at my gym, you know, is this big dude, like strong motherfucker. I don't like calling people motherfuckers, but this dude, like, sometimes when you're talking about people's strength level, a strong motherfucker is, like, the biggest, it's like, that is just one strong motherfucker. I didn't tell you that, oh, he's big for his size. I didn't tell you that, 
oh man, you know, he's just really aesthetically, he's just like, no, I don't care what the situation is, if I need a freaking 500 pound ball move from my stomach, he would be one of the few people I would trust that potentially save my life, like, he's that type of strong motherfucker, but every time he walks in, you know, he greets me, like, hey, you know, what's up, and he said, and I, I, I got this question asked to me, he said, do you go to church? And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, because anytime you're not a religious person, you get asked, do you go to church? It always can kind of get like you want to be respectful. You're not anti church or nothing, but it's like you can see it in their eyes like, damn. Typically, when you tell someone no, it's like, you know, I just didn't grow up in that environment. You start like kind of over explaining. You just see in their eyes like, oh, he's a lost soul. He has no chance in this world. Um, <laughs> it's one of God's runaways. Um, and so, like, if you don't follow the Bible or you're not someone of church, which, by the way, Jesus is, like, now my second most common nickname now, um, which is ironic. I wear an Jesus loves you, but I don't even know if he loves me because I've never shown if uh, if I deserve that love or not. Ooh, damn, this pod just got real into it. Uh-oh. But typically when you tell someone, you see in their eyes of just like pure disappointment. And like typically, oh, okay, no, I was just wondering, you know, okay. But, you know, uh, when I told him, he's like, no, I'm honestly kind of surprised because you have such a, just my interactions with you. You have such a generous, like, genuine feeling about you when I interact with you. And, you know, it's just like you give a feeling of, like, care and gentleness and kindness. And I was like, well, goddamn. Now, this is how you recruit someone to church now. Now, hold on now. If you're going to recruit some people to church, tell me that I display all the church qualities without ever going. Because mine may be like, hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe I've been, maybe I've been missing out, you know? But, the fuck is that? Sounds like a, Sorry, I guess sidetrack. Upstairs, it sounds like someone has like a big mega vibrating dildo they're trying on their girl. It's like, um, just imagine you have like a dildo the size of a phone finger just poking it. It's like you're busy doing something, and you just have your phone finger left hand. It's like, all right, now shut up and leave me alone. Um, <laughs> uh, nothing like those drives. Um, Anyways, but yeah, no, it's fine. I don't know how it went from that. The back to Jesus. It's like, hey, you know what? Jesus created your, uh, you know, Jesus created your uh, clitoris. And, you know, he uh, knows how to turn it counterclockwise. Um, <laughs> by the way, gentlemen, always go counterclockwise. No matter what the scenario is in life. If there's a choice to go clockwise or counter, always go counter. Because it's unexpected. Um, <laughs> I'm such a fool. But no, like, so Jesus. Um, <laughs> and I was like, 
Well, damn. And you know what I did? First thing I did was I gave credit to, you know, my parents. I said, you know what? It's like, no, you know, we just, I just had two pretty good parents. And, you know, you just kind of treat people decently. And, you know, typically Russ takes care of himself. And he's like, well, I can see that. And that was like one of the one of the few very positive experiences talking about church I've ever had with someone. And the reason why I was asking, he's like, because you know, I was thinking about inviting you to come. You know, if you if you ever want to come to church, because it's I, it feels like you would really fit in in that type of environment. And you know, I've gone to church a few times, typically with you know either. When I was younger, I went a couple times with a friend in the neighborhood. And then I uh, went a few times, or I went specifically with one girl. I went to her church a few times. I was seeing it at the time. And pretty much, that's about it. And I would just kind of have, like, mixed reactions and feelings being there. Because also, anytime you're, like, the new person or the outsider, and people know you're outsider where you're there, but you're not really invested where you haven't put in the time to learn the Bible, you haven't put in the time, you're just kind of there to benefit off the sermon or the ceremony or the pre- what's being preached that day. People kind of look at you like, oh, so you just kind of want the glory, but not, you know, go through the glory holes. It's like, hey, you know what? It's your systematic problem, not mine. Um, <laughs> uh, living under your spotlight. If you know the movie, you know the movie. Um... <laughs> Oh, but, you know, I was actually quite, I was kind of like, it really actually made me like, his approach, the way he came about it, and he asked a question without assuming, and that's one thing, he asked me without assuming, because sometimes people that are, are religious, they just assume that everyone is, right? And when you explain that, there's there could be typically a very judgmental aspect. Not only was he not judgmental, he's like, well, damn, like, it was actually a positive, like, you, you know what? It kind of made me feel like I'm a unique person. That sounds narcissistic. But I kind of felt like a very rare, unique person, even though I'm not, you know, relatively speaking, because there's plenty of good, nice, generous people who treat people well, regardless of if they're religious or not, but to just have that kind of confirmation or something, it's like, well, damn, and I'm not gonna lie, for like, the next, like, five hours, I legitimately was saying, like, you know, I kind of want to go to church, I kind of want to say, like, you know, maybe I'm at a point in my life where I've, uh, I've really learned some things, and I've gotten to a comfort with myself, when you start getting tension and nicknames from people, like, it's not just because, like, the Thor nickname. It's because people see you and they're like, oh, like, damn, like, this is a, this is something. This is a somebody, in a way. And it was just such, and it's, like, maybe I've entered into a phase in my life or a point in my life where I've really hit a turning point where I'm a fucking somebody, Jesus made me to be somebody. Um, <laughs> but nah, like maybe, um, maybe, you know, if Jesus makes all of us, right? So regardless, if we decide like 
you know, your parents bring you to the world, but you don't have to follow, you know, what they've taught you. You know, you still go your own way. You still find your way. You still stray away. Like, you know, it's like somewhere deep down, there's always that connection to you. Even if you have no constant communication or connection, even if you're disowned or if you just lost track of each other, whatever it may be. Like, there's still that internal attachment that you can't take away no matter what. And maybe that's what Jesus like. I know you haven't read a single damn word of this, the most read thing in the history of mankind. But, you know what? And I know it's only the most easily accessible thing you can fucking find in any language, Clint. But, I'm gonna build your way around an environment to bring you back to me. He's manipulated his way back into my life without even thinking about it. I get the Jesus nicknames. I get the Thor, which is a god. You know, people are are coming up to me, complimenting me about how I am as a person. You know, in some ways, how I look, you know. (laughs) But honestly, there's like the generosity aspect. That's the part that's like, oh. Like I that like when I get the when I got that that was one of the things that actually like made my like day for real. Because it, it's more than just like everything that I've been doing for the past year and a half or so, this regimen, this consistency. This is what they talk about when having a regimen and working towards something and progressing yourself every single day. Why that matters is because look at where it has gotten me as a person. <laughs> Why is this hell? My voice is breaking. It's like, no, I'm honestly just having trouble breathing. And like, for example, I really did not. I was not really in the mood to record this episode, like podcast. I didn't necessarily know I was going to talk about, of course, but I got home. I really was out of it, but I'm like, you know what? These are the days I got to take advantage and record this episode, regardless of how I feel. And that's what I'm doing. And this is what they mean when when you fester yourself and hold yourself accountable. It makes it easier in you. You feel more free. And, like, you actually feel more free as a person. You don't feel like I don't get angry that often anymore. Because I feel like I do everything I can in a day relatively that's reasonable, you know, I'm doing everything I can to better the next day or better my life for the near future. And I'm working on things to make that future even better, like this podcast or the other stuff I do. But so my day to day operation was necessary. The reason why I'm going on and on about this is I don't believe these recent things in my life that are very flattering or very like complimentary. I don't think it's accident. I really don't. I think it's actually, I should honestly be like, yeah, you fucking right. I am this and that, but that would defeat the purpose of being just like a genuine, decent person around people. Like, obviously when I'm like acting all bravado on this show, it's obviously a little exaggerated, but there's some truth in it or what I feel, but you know, gotta add a little, to add a little boom, boom. Um, but I don't, I don't think People like I honestly feel like, and this is gonna sound like kind of egotistical, but to be honest, like I think people know me saying when you're going through, then you've improved yourself over a period of time. 
you notice other people kind of want to be around you to kind of figure out that secret sauce, to kind of figure out, damn, what makes this person like this? And I honestly feel like I'm kind of like that person that people are a little bit fascinated by. Like, obviously, I have a very kind of unique humor personality. I'm corny. I have this weird, like, people say, like, another common thing I've gotten in the past couple months, especially from ladies and not even girls that are interested in me, but just honestly, people, they're like, you have, like, a very, you have a presence, right? Like, when when someone says you have a presence, the reason why that matters is because it says that you you offer a, a light that grabs attention. Whatever it is about you, the way you carry yourself, the way you walk, the way you kind of, something about you. And it's just this radiating feeling that it felt like... And what I'm starting to learn in real time, and I think a lot of this stuff has hit me the past like couple weeks, it's like, not that the hard work has paid off because the hard work's not done, but it's the hard work has had a real purpose and meaning. And there's been a long time during the time of this process where it kind of felt like I was just doing things to, you know, do it for this self, you know, improvement bullshit and just to make myself feel better, make me feel like I'm doing something, but I don't necessarily know if it actually is doing something. Well, now I actually feel like it's been doing something. Because I can honestly say I have changed as a person. I can honestly say I've changed as a person physically. Um, how I've changed as a, I'm actually a much nicer person. Because I think when you're comfortable with yourself and you truly feel like your most, as a man, like your most physical prowess, the best parts of you, you're, it's not that you become a person that's fake. You actually become a more real, competent version of yourself. And not this, oh, I'm, this beca- I'm doing this because I feel like I should be doing this. Like, for example, around women in general, right? Two years ago, I would never, like, even be comfortable um, speaking around, like, women in a certain capacity or being my certain type of humor type of thing. But what you learn during this process is simply people receive your humor based off or they receive kind of how your communication based off how you kind of come off to them if there is hesitancy or if there's a seek of approval necessarily with anyone it it brings a discomfort in what you're doing and it makes people can feel uncomfortable but when you're comfortable in what you're saying even if you're saying the same thing as someone else you kind of get like a little like oh like it's 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 relayed different it's it's accepted differently and I, I I guess the point I'm trying to make there as I'm losing myself in my point, um, and that's the point, oh point, is that when you start acting the way that you look or feel, you actually get the best versions of people. 
Like, there's a fine line between having mismatches. Like, it's kind of cool when you come across someone and their personality is kind of off-putting compared to their physique or um, their confidence and how they carry themselves. But when you actually feel that it makes sense with that person in synchronization, you actually start believing like, oh, this person has found something of themselves where they're happy all the time. That's like, you know, I had someone tell me yesterday, like, you know, I've actually never seen you like really mad, you know, and trust me, there's plenty of people in my life that could tell you I, I get mad. But at this point in my life, the things I would have to, the things that would make me mad would be things that. I noticed that the only things that make me mad at this point in life is when I feel like I should have done something that I put my mind to and I start getting anxious and I get aggravated with myself for not following through on it, which doesn't happen that often anymore. But when you hold yourself accountable and people can see it, it festers into how you carry yourself, it festers into how you walk, it festers into... Your confidence level to just be yourself. And when people feel that, they want to be around that because they want to fill in the holes or gaps in their kind of inadequacies or their like kind of shortcomings with themselves. And I mean that in a complimentary way because it means that you actually bring something to people's lives. And just to know that now I actually not only bring some to people's lives, but I had to bring something vital to my life to actually have something to give to other people's life or to be something that when people see you, they always come up to you and say, hey, and they give you a fence ball. Like that shit matters because it means that you mean something to someone's life to even take a couple seconds to say hey to you. That matters. All these things matter. And I used to think that, oh, the self, like, I'm not, I was never like, oh, self-improvement is bullshit. But the way that people would try to use and prioritize, I would always kind of look at it as like, oh, these, oh, these fucking people. Like, oh, some of the, you know, if you, I got, you got to work on yourself. It's like, yeah, but you actually got to do shit to work on yourself. Work on yourself isn't just isolating from the world. It's not what working on yourself is really supposed to be. And I worked on myself in isolation. Then I tried to fester back and kind of put myself back in the world in just normal capacities. And there was a breaking in period where I had to figure some stuff out. But now I think I found the right balance where I am so comfortable with myself. That has brought the most genuine amount of confidence out of me. And talking about confidence is always kind of weird to me. Like every time I hear someone talk about how confident they are, I always like red flag or kind of raise my eyebrow. Like, you know, it don't really sound like it. It's almost like you're trying to sell me how confident you are. When if I felt you were confident, I wouldn't even have to question it. I would just see it or feel it. But... It, it's like every, it's like my whole life 
without anything technically changing from a financial standpoint or everything technically changing from a success like in the way that we view success like I feel like I've hit the stepping stones to when those things happen I'm more than ready and prepared for it more than ever because I feel like I'm the best version of myself I've ever been in every aspect of my life. And that's all you really want when you get to a certain age or as you get older in general. You just want to be the best version that you've ever been. Because that's all you can really control at the end of the day. And having control of your life and having control... Having control of her. um, (laughs) Having control of your life. And people saying like, hey, this, whatever you're doing, keep fucking doing it. Like you have, when I, when I've gotten the compliments in the weight room, but man, like do the consistency and the tenacity of when you train, the people are always more admired about my consistency of like, it's not just always being at the gym, but like they say, like when you're there, you're always putting in that work. You're always pushing yourself. They see you struggling doing the final reps to failure on sets. Like they see you progressing in the weight. They see you progressing your body. Like all that shit. Like man, like you know, and you also happen to be this generous, like very well liked being. There's plenty of people in my past that would be like, Clint, are we talking about the same person? They're like, yeah. And I used to be a believer that people can't, like, I used to be a believer that I don't think people really change. Like, you could change your body, you could change this, but, like, you don't really change. Like, people are who they are. There's some things I still am who I am, but I, like, I've kind of changed, I've kind of changed the way I've thought about change, and I believe you can change. And I don't think that's going to change. Um, <laughs> I've become a lot more a bigger believer in people. But I'm also much harsher on. Not harsher on people. I'm I, I'm much harsher on holding people accountable. How about that? And because I know, I know what I had to do. And to be honest, I wish I had like a specific person there. To be there and hold my ass accountable. But I I had to struggle for months and months of just putting myself through it. You know, mentally and physically. And questioning, like, what am I doing with my life? Like, why am I putting myself through this? I never have time for myself, you know. All this stuff. Like, why the fuck am I doing this and this? And, like, the past month really but the past like week or two like there's so many like like compliments and so many of endearments of people like in randomness like people that I just know in a capacity and then they're just kind of like dude like what you're doing like the way you make people feel around you is a real is like really special in a good way like it is really is really um you should be really like it's almost like you you are someone that like people view in a high regard because people see people really see and I'm only saying that because these are what these people are saying 
People who see the work you've been putting in, the improvement in yourself. And you don't use that as a weapon to build this heavy ego of yours. But you have this radiating confidence to not take yourself too serious, but people still take you serious. And that's the thing. Damn, I just came up with that. Holy fuck. God damn, Clint. Is that you don't take yourself too serious, but people take you serious. And, wow, god damn, I just came over the title. Holy fuck, this guy's, Clint, you are something else. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. But, um, I just can't believe that it, it took this long. And it's the first time that I've actually had to be really patient with something. And I never really wanted to rush through the process of getting to the point I'm at now, like, I was going to take as long as it took to get my mind right, you know, because I was in a really weird, dark place in my life when I started this journey and essentially started this podcast, to be pretty frank with you. But I knew the day I started this podcast, I knew like doing this podcast is going to improve my life and hopefully one day change my life and provide a living for me. But most importantly, This podcast is going to hold me accountable to do stuff, to do something without excuses. And around that time, not too long after, I started my fitness journey after I quit my job. And here we are, 16-ish months later. (laughs) Like, life has changed for the better. And... Look, I still have my shortcomings as a person. I I still have my life situations. I still need to figure out some, but it makes it a lot easier to figure out when you feel like you actually have control and direction of what you can do. When you prove to yourself that you can do something and you do it and other people are look at you in a high regard, like people that you just meet as strangers, people with no care of your history of your failures and past and your shortcomings like they just see you in a specific light that you have put in the time and there's an automatic respect with that and having that automatic respect and like i kind of feel it now anywhere i go i have this automatic respect with my presence everywhere I go. Like in 98 to 99% of places I go to, I feel like I'm this is gonna sound shit. I feel like I'm the prize. <laughs> God, I'm starting to sound like these women out here. I'm the prize. I'm the table. It's like you know, you never specify what the table is, you know? The it could be one of those backyard uh Royal Rumble tables. Like, are you one of those tables? Are you the ones that Ashley Furniture that are $10,000? Or, you know, are you a ping pong table? Because men just keep going back and forth on you. Um, <laughs> we don't tennis that. Uh, <laughs> but I just feel like, damn, like, dude, like, all, like, those, it's like the simple thing of, like, man, you know, I'm surprised you don't go to church because of how giving. It's almost like because of what religion and Christianity or whatever 
it's supposed to be about giving. It's supposed to be about generosity and how to treat others and your peers. And for him to find out, like, oh, you're not. Hold, well, you know, you fooled me because, like, you have a warmness about you. Like, when someone compliments what you make them feel, like, that means a hell of a lot more than them complimenting, like, what you look like. And, Jesus, this pod just got fucking pussy and corny as fuck. But, um, <laughs> when someone tells you what you make them feel in a good way just by your presence... That's unlike anything I, I think I've ever had before in my life. I don't think I've ever made people feel good like that. Um, it's always good to just like for people to tell you like, you make me feel good when I'm around you. I don't know what it is all the time, but I look forward to being around you because your presence, your aura is magnetic. And that shit is real. That that's what like that's when it hit like oh. This stuff is more than just your look. Like I remember the end of last video, I had like this whole thing about oh why do we work out? It's like oh we work out you know for self you know the feel better about ourselves and we're better about ourselves we're better than others and all that and it's lame as fuck but it's actually really like yeah. It's when you feel better about what you're doing with yourself, you actually have more. The more you've put into you, the more you could feed to others. You just got to be careful not to be where people are draining it out of you, but you have something of value to offer to people. You have something that it all it all matters. It all festers like how you treat yourself, how you care for yourself. It will all fester into something that matters and I know it sounds like I'm getting emotional audio wise it's honestly just my breathing um <laughs> I'll notice like I sound like I'm holding back tears um eh, only only slightly um <laughs> no you know it honestly like to hear that from someone and I've heard from other people like you know I, I I like being around you, you know? You make me laugh, you know? Like, it boosts your ego like a motherfucker. And to be called a fucking the greatest superhero-looking motherfucker who, like, every dude would, like, realistically want to be Thor. Like, yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. I Like, that part is, like, cool. Like, haha, you know, oh, you look like Thor and Jesus. But it's, like... It's, like... But people smile at you when they're saying it. And they mean it in an endearing way. You know? Because, you know, before... I I, there, I had a nickname from a co-worker at an old job when I was... When I kind of looked like Thor, but a different version of Thor. His nickname for me was Ragnarok. Okay? Now, Ragnarok Thor is the overweight... Lost himself type of Thor. And at that time, it was actually pretty like I lost, you know, I, I, I put on a lot of weight. It was not pretty looking. And 
to be honest, like, it did kind of hurt me. While, like, I know he didn't mean it in the most harshest way. He was like, hey, riding a rock, you know? But, yeah, like, that was one of those like, damn, like, fuck. I'm really overweight. And that made me feel worse. And now to see everything kind of flipped, and I'm Thor, but the good Thor. Um, to me, when someone makes those comments, like, oh, like, all this work has actually had a legitimate difference. But there's plenty of people that look good and feel good and all that stuff, but they still have a shitty personality. They still have a boring, like, have no- nothing to offer. Because all they have is just a nice body and all that stuff, and they're good, right? Where I honestly feel like the benefits of going through the process I did is I've had to develop a personality, a sense of humor, just a real genuineness of myself and being comfortable. And then when I was able to put it all together, now I'm just this like undeniable creature. Um <laughs> Obviously, I'm being a little facetious and a little into myself right now. But I'm using me as an example, kids, of why when you see these videos and you hear about focus on yourself and shit, when you focus on yourself, everyone else will come around. When you truly focus on the betterment of yourself, everything else will fall into place. Because that's the real secret of actually getting... Other things that come together in life. Is it get what you can right. And things around you will get right. Because you're going to look at things different. You're going to feel things different. You're going to have a true honest perspective. Of what is actually out there to be had. And as a man to be straightforward as a dude. You've really got to be. Um, you've really got to be focused on we, on what you can do and your tenacity your willpower because if you don't have any willpower any grit i I, i'll say like i don't give a fuck you know my job where everyone listens i see a lot of dudes at my job that are just like bitches um and i say that with all respect possible and what i mean by that is i'm not talking about guys that are weak. That's not what I mean. I mean dudes that are high maintenance and always feel like everything is got to be to their convenience. Like there's no pushing through things anymore. And I was hearing about this, you know, I forgot what podcast or show was, but he said the real like he was talking about like the real issue is men don't have grit anymore. They're willing to push through things you don't want to do. Everything's got to be tailored to you and all this stuff. It's like and the more I see it, my job that does require physical amount of labor type of thing. I understand. I'm not talking about like, oh, take a break. But I mean, like, people, dudes are like always complaining. Always got to have things be like this or otherwise or threatening to quit. Like they have some real fucking authority. It's like we all get paid the fucking same. Sit the fuck down. All right. Like, you're the prize. It's like, they literally view you as a number. Nothing more. And it'll be grown men, too. I'm not talking about just, like, 19-year-old, like, dudes, young men trying to figure things out and how this stuff works. It's not, like, grown-ass men 
And I just kind of look at people like, especially dudes like, where is the willpower to like, just push through shit? Because that's the only way you actually get better at things. That's the only way you actually get to destinations. Like, you think when they were crossing the voyage to fucking these, the Atlantic Ocean and all this shit, to travel and discover land. You think they didn't come across a couple storms when they're on these boats for 150 days and people are shitting all over in the under, under it? Like, it wasn't, back then it wasn't these cruise ships where, oh, they there's these packages where when you shit, oh, it goes in here and it feasts out in the ocean. Like, no, nah, they, they were just smelling that shit on board. Shit was disgusting. And that grit to find colonized land. Um, <laughs> but no, like, to get anything of importance, to get anything of meaning, to get anything that's result or worth the shit, it's hard. It requires a wall to be pushed through because there has to be a resistance for a reward. It's the R&R theory. Resistance equals eventual reward. If there's no resistance, that's like in the gym. The only way to get stronger is to push or pull through with a lot of resistance. When, when there's resistance going against you, you have to push or pull it. That's how you get bigger and stronger. When you have things in the way of, oh, damn, I need to pay. It's like, you know, it's like, shit, I'm going to be 200 bucks short if I don't pick up hours. You know what you do? You pick up hours and you push through whatever the fuck you feel. Because that shit has to get paid. And you're being irresponsible. Like, there's shit. When you need to fucking do it, you got to push and pull through it. You got to do shit you don't want to do when you don't want to do it. That's how you get what you want. And when you do all that, everything else in life becomes easier. <laughs> like, I try so, like, there's just, there's a very special person in my life that, um, when I'm around her, she makes me feel like, I'm prepared for this moment where if I would have met this person two years ago, I wouldn't have been prepared. I would have been a completely irrational, completely not right. I I would think I understood things when I didn't. But when you truly become comfortable in who you are and you because you're willing to accept whatever the fate of what happens, because at the end of the day, you just want to know the truth. When you're comfortable who you are, other people are comfortable with you. And to meet this person and to finally, you know, um, really be in this person's aura type of thing. And her being mine. Like, you know, I know it sounds kind of corny, but I feel very calm. And I feel very like I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for this, you know. And Jesus made me ready. Um, <laughs> and I don't think with that being said, with all these other compliments and all these other things around that people have made me aware of, like, 
I'm starting to see like, oh, I actually know what the fuck I'm doing now. I actually feel like I'm doing some shit. I actually feel like I have something to offer to people. Like, I bring value to people's lives. And I think at the end of the day, that's what we all want. We just want to bring value. And on that note, uh, Jesus, suck some titties. All right. Yeah, I think I'm going to end it there. I think I've talked enough about the same thing. Moral of today's pod is, um, be, you know, be someone who you're happy to be. And it takes time. Don't, like, don't ignore stuff in the past that's happened. But don't let that deter you from finding equal or better joy. But you got to be willing to just go through it for a while. And I felt like because when you go through it, whatever that it is, people that be around, they're like, this person has put themselves through discomfort. And people automatically respect that. This person has put themselves through whatever in life. And they are still happy. They still treat people well. Because a lot of people go through some shit in life. And they use that as an excuse. As an overreaction to start treating people poorly. And I think if you... Go through all that and you come out of it and you still treat people. People see that. And they see that this person can't be off-centered. This person cannot be deterred from their belief. They are not easily manipulated. They're, they are not easily shaken off from their true beliefs to who they are. And that is not only very attractive, but it's also very necessary for when you want to raise strong kids in this world. But not when you want to be around strong. When you want to be around very driven. Very self-centered in a good way person. Like you, you, cannot, you cannot shake this person. And there's a calming, relaxing presence to being around that. And I think I'm shaping into being the man that I'm actually proud to be. And that is episode 183 of the Often Be Podcast with Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Uh, but don't forget, most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties. And uh, just uh, look like Jesus and uh, you'll have a following like him, right? Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Have a great day. Oh, God damn. Oh, oh, baby. What is this? Okay. Now I've gone too far. Nudity.